Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Who's on the Mat with me, Liz Daffin. Good morning. So I am chatting to you today from the car on my way to work. So my circumstances have changed. I've gone from full-time yoga and Pilates instructor, although given the pandemic, it wasn't necessarily full-time teaching, and took the decision to go back to doing what I used to do five years ago, um, software testing. I feel incredibly lucky to have this opportunity and I'm really enjoying it. It's being able to go from something like self-employed to full-time employment is not an easy decision to do because there's a lot of blood, sweat and tears that have gone into building up the business. However, during these times where it's slightly uncertain, sometimes you need to think about your personal circumstances. So I've reprioritized what I needed to do and this is where I'm at. I'm still teaching yoga and Pilates and I'm still super keen to keep this podcast going because I still get to chat to some amazing people. However, as you may have noticed today's little journey to work is a little bit of a solo cast. So, what did I want to chat to you about today? First of all, it's going to be and see what random ramblings I come up with on my journey to work and if there's any expletives. <laughs> I'm sure there won't be because uh, I'm setting off at seven o'clock in the morning so it's bright and early before all the mayhem kind of kicks off really but I will be paying attention to the road don't worry. Actually it's incredible how people's driving has changed since the pandemic. I'm sure people have forgotten how to drive. Has anyone else experienced that? So where am I at right now? I had a pop-up on my Facebook page of the day to say it was 10 years since I last went to Glastonbury, which is amazing. Um, we had a fantastic time there. So good to go with the girls who I went with, just one or two of them, back in 2003. So it was great to revisit it almost a decade later. 2011 was just such a fantastic year. We had so much fun, just this feeling of being grown up and free and being able to do all these amazing things. And then in July, we went to Paris. We, me and Lee took my mother-in-law, his mum, to Paris. And it's when we came back from that trip that our lives felt like they changed. Things kind of took a slight change in direction. Um, that feeling you get when the rug is pulled from underneath your feet. That, that was a tough month. But so we are now 10 years on from losing um, Lee's brother to suicide. And it's interesting being able to talk about something with distance between you. It's definitely one of the hardest things um, I've experienced. And 
it still doesn't compare. I can't imagine what Lee and his mum have been through. And I've asked them permission to actually talk about this on the podcast because losing someone to suicide is such a private thing. And everyone deals with this in a slightly different way. And unfortunately, I've spoken and met so many other people who have lost friends and family to suicide. And it's the most brutal thing that I've experienced and hope to never experience anything like that again. Unfortunately, the chances of that happening again or meeting someone else who has gone through that are extremely high. But I just wanted to give a little perspective on that. Um, Like I said, it is one of the toughest things I've ever, ever had to deal with. It's a grief like no other. And I think one of the weirdest things is we lost a number of people um, over a short period of time. And on a couple of the deaths, since the suicide, we actually felt guilty um, because we didn't feel the same kind of grief that we did when we lost someone to suicide. And that's a strange feeling to experience. Um, But grief does come in a thousand different forms and it will arrive at different times in different ways. And the one thing that yoga has taught me is to experience what you're feeling. So try not to shut the things out. One of the things that we often do when we experience pain is to try and numb the pain, whether that's through medication or through distraction. But sometimes we're meant to feel these feelings and sometimes being comfortable enough to sit with the emotion and to feel it and know why that you're feeling that. And it's not an easy exercise to do. But it's an interesting one to try and learn and to understand. So, wherever you are, whatever you're doing at this moment in time, I invite you to just pause, sit, maybe even close your eyes for a few moments. Notice where you are, or just being aware of the room that you're in. Obviously, if you're driving like me, (laughs) then you want to remain alert. So if you're driving, um, you're doing any activities where you need to remain alert, you can pause this for a moment and come back to it to a later date. But if you're in a safe space and you feel comfortable to pause and sit, then just checking in with how you're feeling. Maybe you're seated, maybe you're lying down being aware of the surface that you're sitting on or laying down on and being aware of your whole body so with your feet your toes lower legs thighs buttocks lower back, hips, upper back, chest, arms, 
backs of the hands, palms and fingers, and back of the head. Being aware of how your body is feeling in this time and space. Being aware of your breath. Is it gently floats in and out of the body? Just being aware that perhaps there's no effort required for this breath at this moment in time. Perhaps noticing the qualities of the breath. Just feeling your chest gently rise and fall on each inhale and exhale. And being aware of anything that comes to the surface of your mind at the moment. sometimes there's something that's quite significant at the forefront of your mind perhaps it's just something sitting on the outer periphery but you can't quite identify what that is yet but don't feel like you have to go out and search for it just allowing yourself to be present and open to anything that arises Allowing yourself to accept whatever arises to you. And take in a couple of more breaths here. And maybe if you have the time, you can start to stay here, perhaps a little bit longer. Maybe you're ready to come around and start to wiggle the fingers and toes. Maybe even taking a yawn to stretch, taking a full body stretch if it comes naturally. And then perhaps just giving one or both knees a hug. And then maybe rolling over onto one side and coming up to seated if you're lying down and perhaps just Bring the hands together in front of the heart. Just thanking yourself for taking the time to pause and give yourself a little bit of space. And it's amazing these moments where we can stop and pause and perhaps if we're often quite busy, we don't really get a chance to check in with ourselves. And sometimes we don't give ourselves time to notice anything that's trying to make itself known to us so if you can take the time and stop pause and relax and so I mentioned yoga has been um, something that I've practiced it's something that crept into my life after we lost my brother-in-law and I was a gym member, I enjoyed, I think I'd just started experiencing, um, or maybe the last couple of years I'd try and spin and I'd done body jam, but going through something and experience that kind of grief, I only just thought just 
didn't fit in. <laughs> I was I was already exhausted. Um, I just did not have the energy to move, but I felt like I needed to move. And so I came across a yoga class, and it's not something I'd done for a really long time. Um, I tried it once in my 20s. It didn't resonate with me at the time. And when I went back to it this time, it just felt like the most incredible thing I'd ever experienced. Just giving yourself permission to stop, pause, and stretch in a way, but still moving, felt incredible. And that was when my love affair with yoga started. And it was like a complete revelation. And then in 2016, I had the opportunity to go on a training course. I went on a six month, 200 hour yoga teacher training. And it was almost five years to the day that I graduated, five years to the day that we lost John. It felt quite significant in some ways. And it was a welcome distraction. In fact, I think that was possibly the first time that I'd forgotten it was the anniversary because I was concentrating on passing this, um, the sort of exams, our assessments, which I felt guilty about, hadn't forgotten, but at the same time it was, wow, this, something has um, taken over my mind in a way that's allowed me to kind of distract myself essentially. Um, but absolutely fell in love with yoga on this course. It's been an incredible journey and I've loved teaching every minute of it and it also led me to Pilates which is something I also used to do when I was younger and again it's something I've come back to later on in life and I appreciate the movement of yoga and Pilates much more and I've met some incredible people along the journey and I feel so lucky to um, have had so many fantastic clients Sadly, some of those classes I've given up because I'm now in this full-time job, but it's been a pleasure to have spent some time with them and also just to have been able to share the pandemic experience all together on Zoom. Um, but yeah, so five years ago in July is also the anniversary of me qualifying to become a yoga teacher. Perhaps there's a, a message in there in that something that feels like it takes over your life and you don't stop thinking about, which apparently is also a quality of um, post-traumatic stress disorder and it's something that you think about constantly and can't shift the image or experience, then I can highly recommend going and doing something that you've perhaps always wanted to do, something new that you've never really thought about. but. Learning something new, giving your mind something to focus on is a great way to perhaps not distract you, because I mentioned that distraction is a way of numbing the experience, but it gives you something to focus on and really is just a way of allow your brain to focus on something new and remember joy and remember learning and it will open perhaps doorways and paths that you perhaps never had dreamed of. Um, I had the wonderful experience of being able to teach full-time uh, yoga and Pilates and incredible experience and the pandemic gave me some opportunities that you know for a lot of many people it was tough and I felt 
incredibly lucky again to have an opportunity to do something that I'd never done. And so I tried it and have really enjoyed doing it. And these things are set up there for future now. And I have a website with some content on there, quite a lot of content. <laughs> and I've also got this podcast, which may or may not be of interest to some people, but it might be something that I enjoy listening to later on in life. Who knows? Anyway, I feel like I'm slightly rambling. So, July 2021, 10 years on from um, a tragic experience, five years on from qualifying yoga and Pilates, and life is full of twists and turns. You never quite know which way it's going to go. Even if you have your life mapped out and planned, there might be something in there that changes and completely knocks you off your feet. So go with your heart, but listen to your head, making sure that it is the right thing to do. They, they can balance each other out. Sometimes one will kind of win over the other. And never regret a decision because that decision that you make could go either way. Life is to be experienced, to be enjoyed, and hopefully you'll all be an experience where it's about thriving, not just surviving. Some days it might feel like you are in a survival mode, but hopefully that will lead to a sense of thriving. And so yeah, those are just my thoughts for July 2021. So if any of you have any questions about um, what I've talked about today, then do feel free to get in touch. Um, I'm more than happy to chat to you um, about my experience or um, I can put you in touch with anyone who might have more knowledge. There's always, there's always someone out there that you can chat to. And I think sometimes knowing that is sufficient um, and sometimes even picking the phone up to have a conversation with someone about whatever you've experienced can be super tough and not all of us do it so knowing that there are people out there but never be afraid to ask for help no matter what the situation is so I hope you've enjoyed my random not quite so random ramblings this morning and I wish you all the best. And I look forward to hearing or seeing you sometime soon. So thanks for joining me and have a great day. Take care. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Who's on the Mat with me, Liz Daffin. If you'd like to find out more about me, you can head over to my Linktree account. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash L-I-Z-D-A-F-F-E-N. Fancy coming on the show or you have any suggestions for a topic we can cover, get in touch. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Take care. Bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.